Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Japan Holic Podcast. Podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by uh, the certified Japan Holic. I am Taylor, the Japan Holic in question. And for today's episode of this podcast, I kind of figured I would sit back and ramble. Now, you may be asking, well, isn't this what you always do on the podcast? Yes, but uh, at the same time, I look at like some news articles or I talk about something that came up uh, during the the week in between episodes. However, first off, let me turn my phone on to silent because I forgot to do that. My bad. Uh, I find that this one's going to be a little different because I'm not going to really so much ramble off of uh, like something I found online. Instead, I'm going to be rambling out from just from me, I guess I'll say. Uh, by the title of this episode, you already know what we're going to be discussing about. Um, if you are an anime fan or an otaku or, you know, just a Japanaholic, somebody who likes games and stuff like that, um, that may retain to Japan or anime or whatever, then, you know, you probably at some point... Uh, have tried to go on, like, Twitter or Facebook or... I mean, the easiest place is definitely Twitter, at least in my experience, because it's easy to find these kinds of people. You know, find people who have similar tastes, because there's a ton of people on Twitter. I know firsthand, there's a ton of people on Twitter. Uh, and there's a lot of them, at least. A good majority of Twitter is taken up by... Uh, people who associate themselves with anime and stuff like that. Now, no matter what field, I guess I'll say that you are, like, very uh, in love with, I guess I'll say, because this isn't the first time I would ever kind of say this. Um, Before I got really into anime a couple, uh, a couple years ago, I used to follow a lot of people uh, who liked racing. Um, and my Twitter page was filled, or Twitter feed, I should say, was filled with a bunch of people who tweeted about racing and stuff like that. I would get all the top racing news, not even the top, even the most, like, far, far down the news page articles of news, and I would still get that. On my Twitter page. Um, but then as I started getting into anime. I found it that. I, it was kind of like. Uh, I'll say this. It was 100% racing back then. And then once I got into anime. Starting to at least. It started to become 50-50. And then at some point. Between the year 2020 and 2021. I've noticed that my feed has become. 80% anime. And the rest racing. And. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's because I've unfollowed a bunch of racing accounts and then followed more anime accounts. In fact, I've just only followed a, a, a ton of people who like anime and stuff like that. Uh, so much so if you actually look at my Twitter page, you'll notice that I follow, uh, 2,000 and nearly 500 people. Which is, uh, in case you're wondering, a shit ton of people. And my feed is never dry, or at least... That's what I expect. Sometimes 
Uh, I feel like I see the same post exact like a lot of times in a row. Um, point that I'm trying to make here is there's been a lot of times where I've seen some stupid shit on Twitter where it kind of makes me think that being on Twitter was a mistake. Um, don't get me wrong, Twitter, uh, over the past two years has really helped me out in terms of, uh, finding people or finding mutuals and stuff like that. But the only way you're really ever going to, um, I want to say have a better transition with those mutuals is if you talk to them on discord, I feel like in my opinion Using Twitter to find mutuals uh, is good, but at the same time, the best way to talk to them or the best way to interact with them or the best way to really, I want to say, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess just, uh, I guess I'll just leave it at what I just said, is you want to go to Discord and friend them on Discord and stuff like that. Uh, there has been instances as well where I have joined Discord servers of, uh, certain anime, uh, things, uh, certain anime shows or certain anime stuff. I remember doing that with Domestic Kanajo when I first, uh, got into that. Uh, when I was reading the manga, I was hardcore, like, following it. Like, I would be in their Discord getting... Uh, notifications and stuff like that. I also joined a few uh, older anti-tubers anti Discord channels, which are like, you know, pretty small ones. Uh, nobody would know who they are if I said them. Uh, and I kind of think that was a good start. You know, you kind of, when you get into like a, like a chat room or whatever and just have like conversations with people and stuff like that and learn what their personality is like, it's better to do that than go on Twitter and try to interact with the same people on Twitter because good lord there's a lot of toxic people on Twitter. It doesn't matter like I said earlier it doesn't matter what field you're in in terms of what you like the most there will always be toxic people in that field Okay, racing was no different for me and anime is certainly no different. I have seen way too many takes on Twitter that have pissed me off to no end. Okay? Because a lot of times the tweets in question, first off, don't even come from tw uh, from Twitter pages you follow. Because they get shared so, so often that they end up in your feed. That you end up seeing it. It's just like, why? Why did I see this? Um, I mean, no matter who you are as a person, we can all agree that gimmick accounts can sometimes be very cancerous. And by, and by sometimes, I mean 80% of the time. Because, you know, they, you know, the people who uh, run those pages, most times than not, um will break character and try to make it their personal account and stuff like that in the what when they get enough clout or whatever, which that's what a lot of people try to use Twitter for is just try to get some clout. You know, they know that they are um uh, you know, 
uh, a scum or they know that they obviously uh, are only tweeting for clout and stuff like that and they continue to do it because they just do it. You know, that's what they want. You know, uh, but that is not to say I haven't met anybody off of Twitter and stuff like that that uh, have kind of like helped me, I guess I'll say, in terms of discussing anime and stuff like that. That's really how I've met a ton of people that I talk to nowadays on Twitter. Um, I usually as well just follow a bunch of like shit posting accounts and uh, certain bot accounts that like there's one that I follow that just posts like the ones that I love are like the ones where they post just still uh, frames of a series in order or something along the lines of they post something in order. I remember there was like the one of the biggest accounts was every word in order in the English alphabet. Love that account, even though it was just only tweeting one word out of, you know, out of all their tweets, it was just one word and it was a different word every single tweet until he ran out, until they uh, eventually ran out of words. Um, but yeah, there, there's been a lot of people and I know there's probably one or two that I've obvious that are listening to this episode right now who've probably, probably come from Twitter because that is the number one way that my podcast has gained over the uh, course of a year. Uh, it's just word of mouth. Um, I want to say though, that a lot of my better friends in terms of the, uh, in the anime community have come from Twitter. Um, and I know a lot of people who've had great success with using Twitter, uh, to gain, you know, mutuals or something like that get people to talk to because God knows if you are an anime fan, you'll find it very difficult to find any IRLs to talk to and stuff like that. Uh, I used to have been able to easily talk to anime with a bunch of my, uh, IRL friends and then graduation happened and then they all went to college. And of course I haven't went, I haven't gone to college yet cause I've wanted to take at least a year off to, uh, think before I go to go, spend billions of dollars and then be hundred thousand dollars in debt because college here in America sucks ass. Um, but I've on the other hand of the spectrum, I have also seen the toxic side of social media. This is obviously not just Twitter. I have said a lot about Twitter, but this also, uh, can be, uh, for Tumblr, 4chan, Facebook, just you name it. You name a social media, it's probably, you could probably relate to this in some way. I just talk about Twitter because it's what I use the most uh, for social media. And it's what a ton of the people that are listening to this probably use. Uh, maybe not the number one if it isn't their number one, but it's up there and they're like their top three because, you know, maybe they use Facebook more or Instagram more. I just use Twitter a whole lot more than I should. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, enough so that I've just seen the toxic side of everything. Um, I've seen people who've 
really like regretted using Twitter in their life. Um, I don't blame them in some ways just because of the shit that I see. Like, it is no surprise that if you use Twitter for quite some time, it'll fuck your mental health right up if you, you know, don't try to figure out a way to get rid of the toxic stuff on your feed. And it's not as easy as, you know, muting a few words because people will find loopholes around those muted words. Okay. Um, and like I said, I try my best to not let the, obviously, if you're going to be on social media, you got to not let, you know, anything from Twitter kind of get to you. But it's so fucking difficult when you just find somebody who just does not have the same sense of humor or the same amount of common sense as you. Okay. Because there are so many people that I just like, I look at their feed and it's just constant negativity. And at some point it's just like, why, why do you, why did, why do these count? Why do these accounts exist? Like if you're just going to be, if it's only negative, that's like, come on now. It's kind of stupid, you know? And at some points, it's like, okay, so is this just a troll account? Because I can't take this account very seriously if it's only negative. Um, and the reason, I guess the main reason why I wanted to talk about this, this, this topic and ramble on about it for God knows how long this podcast will go, um, is the big anti-tubers, and you know the ones that I'm talking about. They get so much shit and sometimes not really justified in any ways. I don't really want to call out names because I know that it'll get me in trouble. And don't get me... And don't... How should I say this without making it sound like I'm attacking them? Because I'm not really attacking them, but I'm also not defending them. Okay? I come... I'll come into this saying that I'll stand on both sides of the battlefield. Um, a lot of anti-tubers just get a lot of shit, okay? Uh, and I guess in a way, when you're on YouTube, that just, that's just something you're supposed to expect. Because there really isn't anybody on YouTube, at least on the anti you what the fuck is it called? Anti-tuber. I, I hate that word. Because it's just, it's so difficult to say. That every time I say it, I feel like it's wrong. Like, have you ever looked at a word in the English language when you type it out? It's like, no, that's spelled wrong. But no, it's spelled right. But it's also wrong. Looks wrong. Um. But. Uh. Anyways. On YouTube, there is not a lot of good anti-tubers to watch. And the ones that are decent don't have enough recognition. Uh, one of my favorites is Mother's Basement. I don't really watch too much of anti-tubers in the first place. Because I just find all of them to be not only repetitive, but also very annoying. And their tastes are, to be blunt, very, very shit. <laughs> I've tried to be family friendly for a moment. I couldn't think of a better word. But it is terrible. It is... Their tastes are terrible. Okay? And if you've ever been on my uh, anti-list account, uh, which I've linked in some episodes and not all of them, 
I will in this one in case you do get curious. But if you just look at what I've seen or what I've been watching, I find nobody talking about any of the shows that I watch except for obviously the big shows. And it's like that's kind of the, a, a shitty thing to come by when you're on social media is when you find the big dogs, you know, like the ones that have more than 300,000 subscribers or close to a million, if not over a million subscribers, they only, they only talk about the one, the shows that are currently airing and the ones that are like fucking big. And you know, like if you just looking through, you know, uh, any tubers or whatever in the next couple of weeks, you'll see them talking about, uh, Nagatoro or, uh, Fumetsu no Arata-e or My Hero Academia's fifth season or Tokyo Ravengers. It's like you're you're only going to find what what they're what's coming out right now. Uh, now, in a way, looking at it from a YouTuber's perspective, I can understand that because if you just randomly talk about a show from like 2014 or 2015 or hell. Fall of 2020, just randomly out of the blue, a show from last year. It's like, what the hell? Why are you talking about this show of all shows? Like, you could be talking about this currently airing show that would get you more views. While I understand that, okay, at some point, that video that apparently has to be made right at this very instant because it's hot and, you know, now and stuff like that. It's going to become, no offense, irrelevant in a couple of weeks. And by the time summer rolls around, by the time fall rolls around, it's like, this anime no one gives a shit about. No one gave a shit about it in spring of 2021. You know? I mean, obviously... The people who watch animes, uh, the seasonal animes, and they just, like, binge every show they can during that season. Maybe at the time, it was obviously big. But as soon as it's, like, over, it's, like, pretty much forgotten about, almost in a sense. That's what happens with a lot of seasonal shows. Uh, you'll rarely find anybody who talks about Winter 2021 in the middle of summer. You'll find barely anybody who will talk about the spring shows in summer as well. Because for some reason, that's just how life works in the anime industry as well. Now, obviously, that's not always the case. Obviously, I'm just spinning from the anti-tubers perspective. Everywhere else, a lot of shows get talked about outside of what's currently airing. But if you're just basing what you see or like what, how should I say this? If you're only basing off of hearing other like reviews and stuff like that uh, only from YouTube, you're only going to get what's currently airing and a few older shows every once in a while. You're never going to like get this like random show from 2018 to be all like, this show deserves to be watched because of X and Y and Z. But you won't find that all the time on YouTube unless that video just so happened to come out around the same time that it was airing. Uh, and that's not only the only reason, like, that's not the only reason why I complain about, why I'm complaining about anti-tubers as well. Uh, like I said, with their taste and shit like that, it's, oh my god, it's just, it's just terrible. 
It's just terrible. The one that's probably the closest to my taste is Giguk, and at the same time, I find him, at least his taste, to be absolutely shit. Like, when he says that Chizuru was the best girl of 2020, I just throw my headset off, throw my hands in the air, and just give up on the world. Because looking at what I've watched from the year of 2020, uh, in terms of just, you know, uh, season one stuff, not like anything that was uh, like a sequel from like a couple years ago. Easily, like you have to list off fucking uh, Sukasa from Todikaku Kawaii. Literally, you can list off a couple of other contenders. And Shizuru is definitely not one of them, in my opinion. Uh... Now, I'm not going to say Chizuru should deserve, like, you know, any sort of, like, good girl of the year or something like that. Best girl? Eh, probably, arguably not, because there's a lot of other series that have, like, better character developments and a way better personality than her. Just my personal opinion, I never really found the whole series of Kanazo Kaidishimas. Uh, good after I watched it the entire way through. At first, I was like, damn, this is good. And then the more I watched it, I was like, and the more I read it, I was like, this is shit. This is trash. I understand why people like it, but I just don't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, as well as like continuing on the negatives on like any tuber and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of big anti-tubers who aren't necessarily annoying or they have good taste have a big ego in a way. Um, like, I know a lot of times when you, when you look at reviews, it does kind of sway people into either watching or not watching something. And I understand that all the time... Most of them, at least, will say, like, don't let my opinion be your opinion because there's 8 billion people in the world. No. Is it 8 billion? Holy shit. How many? <laughs> Hold on, I'll look. I thought it was 8 trillion. How many people are in the world? I think it's billion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 7.6 billion. Okay. I thought it was trillion. I don't know why. Sorry. Uh, but there's almost 8 billion people in the world, and there's obviously going to be 8 billion different opinions on everything. Okay. Maybe somebody has th the same general opinion as you, but maybe there's something different they, there's in some way they think differently in a way. Um, so... Understand, I don't really give a shit about reviews because, you know, I'll let me rephrase this. I don't give as much as the next person, I'll say. Uh, I do use some numbers and I do use some reviews to help me be all like, is this worth watching? Is this worth my time? And that's what a lot of people use reviews for is kind of that same way. But at the same time, it's like, 
Oh, I know this anime is shit, but I'm going to watch it because I, I, I read and watched a review on this saying that it was shit. So I'm just going to watch it and say it's shit without giving it a chance. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're only going to watch it uh, with the intention of shitting on it, without giving it a proper watch through, uh, like, proper watch through at first, like, why, to, like, have an open mind, I kind of feel like that's a little shady, in a way. And to tie it all back to anti-tubers, this also just goes to reviewers in general, so it's not just anti-tubers. Um... Their opinion, they, they think their opinions are the top opinions, and they should be the ultimate king opinions. In reality, they're just another reviewer or just another person typing on the keyboard on the internet. You know, it's just, and as well as just like, like, <laughs> I should say this. Just because I'm saying this doesn't mean that I'm, te uh, I'm the king opinionator or something like that. Like, you should take my opinion as the top opinion or something like that if you think differently that's all right i you know um i understand you may think differently of certain anti-tubers and stuff like that people who use uh twitter and stuff like that you may have a different opinion uh than what i've been saying in the, in the past 25 minutes which is obviously which is fine because like i said there's everybody has a different opinion on something not a, there's no two people who are completely alike because if there was 8 billion same opinions then there wouldn't be an opinion it would all just be a fact because if everybody liked it then it would be a fact that everybody liked it um so and it's and the reason why I'm just bringing this all up is just because I've kind of, there's been several days where I've just like, why did I get into this community in the first place? Because there's a lot of days where I'm just like, I scroll through Twitter and it's just, oh, there's another anti-tuber controversy because, you know, be, you know, opinions just keep flip-flopping like a burger on a on a grill or something like that. You know, they flip one opinion, wait a couple minutes, flip to flip to the other opinion. It's like I, you know, they don't keep one opinion to the. Uh, how should I say this? They don't keep the same opinion through the entire course of their lifetime. They keep it for one cup, one season of anime, flip it over to the next. It's like, oh, I don't know that show. That show was shit. I mean, yes. I've kinded on that in the past as well, you know, with Kanejo and Kanejimas. I thought it was a good series, and then, like, I watched it, and then I read it again, and I was just like, huh. No. Obviously, opinions do change, but there's, you know, obviously a lot of times where people will just pretend that they have an opinion on something, when in reality, that's just, it's not even their opinion. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's that. And then there's also days I scroll through Twitter and I'm just seeing the stupidest, most dumbest tweets that give me an aneurysm, that make me, that make me lose brain cells, that make me, like, forget why I am not like that person. Like, I, for the life of me, 
think so many times that a condom could have easily prevented a, this post. But it failed. And um, obviously if it's a shit po posting account, whatever. Who gives a shit, you know? Their opinions, they're trying to make their opinions less validated than the next guy, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Not as, as if, like, you know, opinions don't matter on Twitter, but a lot of opinions don't matter on Twitter. And if you're a shitposting account, even if it's intentional or not, if it feels like it's shitposting, I'm going to treat it as shitposting, which means I'm going to throw it to the side. And hope to God I don't see that kind of take ever again. And then as well, oh, let me mention this one last thing. Uh, this is specifically about Twitter. But you could also take this into other social media websites, including YouTube. Arguments fucking suck. And no one wins. It's all a stalemate. I have seen, I'm not going to get into the specific arguments that I keep seeing on Twitter. Because there's not just one, there's probably like a dozen of different fucking arguments that I just keep seeing on Twitter. And they're all recycled. They're all just going to come back to your Twitter feeds every like other month. You'll see it one day and it's like, oh, that's an argument. And then you'll scroll through it and it's just like, wow, that's an argument. This argument fucking sucks. And then somebody will post like something that's wrong and it's just like, that'll ruin your entire day. If, if you see that, it's like, I don't want to get involved, but this motherfucker's wrong, and I just want to call him out on it, but if I do, I get involved, and it's shit. It's fucking shit. No one wins in arguments. No one wins, okay? No matter if you bring up the correct points, accurate points, and give a detail as to why you think this way, y'all lose. That's just how it is. Even if the points are correct... And if you actually prove the guy to be wrong, y'all lose. That's just how arguments work in this flippin' world of Twitter. It's just how it is. Okay? And, obviously, opinions will clash. But, holy mother of God. When opinions clash like it's World War 50 fucking 7, holy mother of God do I just want to take, like, a, a just a couple... Forks and just jab him in my eyes. It's just so annoying. Oh my god. I understand hot takes. And I understand if you have an opinion that's completely different from somebody, that's fine, you know? But when I just see threads of people arguing with each other, which by the way, you will only really find this, and I do not recommend ever doing this. Look at a comic section of any sort of news, whether it's sports, anime, or just general news. Going into the comic section is the absolute worst. Because it is the pinnacle central station for arguments. That again, like I said, don't have a winner. Because everybody loses at the end of these arguments. It's just... Oh, I see this all the time on my Twitter feed about so many different things. And like I said, I've seen the same 15 arguments three months ago. And I see them again and again and again. It never, ever, ever ends. 
And that's my biggest con of being on social media. <laughs> it's so bad. Huh. Don't get me wrong, there's been a lot there's a lot of pros to being on social media. Okay, you can meet a ton of people who like the same stuff as you. You can meet a ton of people who may live in the same general region as you, so you can go and meet them and, you know, become better IRL friends with them. But the cons are so heavy that some days it's like the cons outweigh the pros. Some days. Other days, not so much, but some days, yes. I hope you enjoyed 30 minutes of me just rambling on about social media and my thoughts and opinions on it. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please consider following and sharing this out to anybody else who may like this kind of podcast. Uh, I know a one-man podcast, I say this every other week. I'm sorry, I keep recycling this uh, topic, kind of this mini mini topic i know a one-man podcast isn't necessarily great especially when the episodes are ramble episodes that don't have a co-host that bounce topics off of but i don't know i i i just like doing this podcast uh next week will be the last episode uh that'll be on wednesdays uh starting next month because of my job and stuff like that having me work till 7 30 in the morning and I'm not able to record episodes in advance anymore. I'm literally recording this three hours before this episode's supposed to go out. So yeah, it's a little wacky. And obviously my voice could obviously be better. And that's why I want to move these over to Thursdays. Uh, so I'll move these over to Thursdays after next week's Weeb Reviews. I actually have an anime I want to discuss. I'm not going to reveal it now. Wait till next week. But I've been Taylor, the Certified Japanaholic, signing off. If you're on social media, stay safe. Have a good one.